Chris. And I'm Jake. And I have no idea what's going on right now. That's true. So we're going to do a little shorter, different uh, format of an episode here that I am entitling The garage episode. The garage. Okay. Like garage- the garage episode. The garage episode. The okay. garage episode. So I, I thought Is that a be- term we're ever going to use again? I don't know. Probably not. Okay. But I, I, I could like trademark it if we want. No, that's all right. Go ahead. So uh, we talk a lot about cars. That's the entire bit podcast but we don't talk about basically it's all car centric we talk cars we talk news we talk history about cars we don't talk about the garages where we keep our cars and work on our cars all right and i am planning on going through a little garage renovation this year and wanted to cover some maybe tips lessons learned you just need to buy a new house that has a bigger garage i know i thought about that let's just work on that well that puts this whole episode in a kibosh then because Anyways, so I wanted to talk about maybe over the years, I know you've moved a bunch and have kind of set up your garage. We both had lessons yeah. learned about essential tools in your garage, yep. what like layout. And so I wanted to talk about this with you. Boy, so, have I had some shitty garages in my life. I know. And oh, I man. have had a townhouse with a crappy garage. And I Can have I talk also, about a crappy garage yet or am I supposed to wait? Wait a little bit. Okay. I was going to say I've also built at least two garages that I can think of off the top of my head literally from like pour the concrete up. You're way more handy with like hammers than I am. Okay. <laughs> like, any, I won't any, argue Anything with that. that's like hammer and like two by fours and concrete. Right. I don't do that's any That's right. That you said you don't like doing house projects. You'd I rather don't. do other I just don't like projects. It. It's usually because it's outside. That's part of the problem. So I have this formatted a little bit where we talk about kind of like, all right, if you're the poor guy who just like needs to get some tools together in a townhouse, or if you're building like your dream garage mahal, okay. there are some like essentials. Right? I don't like the garage mahals. Okay. So yeah, we, we've been to, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious about this. We've been out to uh, locally here. There's the Motorplex, which right. is basically these what is up? What is up with dollar. the motorplex? What is up with this? Why? I don't know. Because do I need, just went to the second one. Why like, do you need a garage that's not at your house? Are right. you trying to hide something from your wife? No. You know what I figured out? What is it? You have so much money that you have your house. You already have your cabin. So this is your man cave on steroids. What's wrong with just having the garage? So here's the deal. If you have enough money to have a house and a cabin mm-hmm. and you need to have a motorplex house, just buy a house that it's an escape. It is an escape. That's, That's why I call it's it. It's escape. like, yeah, it's your it's your man cave. The term away man cave. From, I just I hate it so much I, because I don't. I yeah. don't. There's never been a time where I felt I needed to be that far away from my family that I needed to remove myself from my <laughs> wife and kids, who annoy me sometimes. <laughs> but then but you can just yeah. I just go in my garage. It was right there. Right. I don't need to spend another three hundred thousand dollars on a place with diamond plate cupboards and black yeah. and white checkered floors and 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 neon signs all over the place. All those places, every single one of those places uh-huh. has a gas pump in it. <laughs> like a vintage gas pump. I don't, I've never seen a sink. The only, I, I take that back. I've there seen a couple. a couple garages that are cool. But you know yeah. why they're cool? Because they're working shops. They're just a shop with cars in it. Yeah. And, and maybe 100% like, agree. you know, I just, I can't stand the, the whole like, where's the dirt? Where's the tools? Where's yep. the cleaning equipment? What's going on here? What do I need to take my shoes off to come into your garage? Yeah. No, I what know. Are you and they doing? have the velvet rope out sometimes. Uh, right. 
Yeah. So you know funny. what's funny is these guys would be at the Motorplex for Cars and Coffee back when it was there, yeah. and they'd have their doors open and everything. Oh, yeah. They'd be like in there doing stuff. They'd have like a screenshot though, so you couldn't go yep, in or you couldn't talk to anybody, you couldn't see anybody. Or the velvet rope bound. Yeah, they're like, hey, look at my shit, but don't you even come in here, you scab. Right. I don't. I the, the whole in, Motorplex in, thing. Bleh. It's so gross. The one story I have about that that I love is years ago, I was like walking around and the one that everyone's like, oh, that's a cool garage is, is exactly what you described. So everyone else has these like things they're showing off that are just kind of their museums. And one guy like had like was doing metal work. He had a full machine shop in there along with his hot yeah. rods. And everyone's like, oh, this is a cool shop. And I was I remember saying to him like, oh, this is definitely a working shop. He goes, everyone says that to me. What does that mean? Like he was offended almost that there would be a shop that wasn't working. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Do you? Yeah, I do. And he was the nicest guy too. Like I had to charge my camera or something. He's like, oh yeah, just throw it on the workbench. Yeah. That's so awesome. I agree. No, I, I wonder. With that. I wonder sometimes, and I was just thinking about this. If I'm, if I will alienate our listeners with my opinions. You haven't yet. No. That we know of. Actually, maybe you have. Yeah, I don't know. Like maybe some guy was listening to the podcast while sweeping his checkered floor and his motorplex and now he was like i'm sure now he's actually, like f that guy and he just turned us off right there oh do you think well, now i don't feel so good about this ah whatever is Screw it jealousy are you jealous that you don't have your your tile garage to if sweep? i had so my thought is always if i had a ton of money mm-hmm. i wouldn't still wouldn't have enough cars i think to need something like that and if i did it would probably be more of like a steel building full of cars that are a pain in the ass and probably have to like, ah, I got to move like 16 of these to get to that Volkswagen <laughs> rabbit back there. You know, it, it would be a little different. You know what I do like about the Motorplex Garage Mahal thing is it is a community. That's one thing we're overlooking, right? So it's like, okay, here's your know, other man. like-minded garage guy that's out here on the weekend and you both have your garage doors up listening to tunes, wrenching. I don't know. Maybe that's it. I Maybe. I'm not sure. See, I but you're not a, you're not a social person. So you wouldn't necessarily like that where I would thrive on that. Yeah, I would I would be like, what do you want? Right. But, 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 but the be thing like, is, maybe oh, I'd, come have a beer. Maybe I have like my some, some like old curmudgeony dude that's also curmudgeony like me. And we could like <laughs> bitch about shit together. You could sit in your lawn chair saying, get off my driveway. Get off my checkered diamond plate floor. Yeah. But I would, you know, I would like, if I was rich, I think I would, I'm trying to understand if I would own a lot of cars or mm-hmm. just a few I'm I mean, not sure because, like, if I was rich, would I just keep the Yugo that I bought and right. tuck it away? My only limiting factor I, right now is space. Right. So I think that means that we would have a lot of cars. I would have, <laughs> for me, it would be probably like an eight-car garage, mm-hmm. and I would have probably 20 acres or 30 acres, right? and I would have a racetrack. In your, on your land? Yeah. That'd be cool. I yeah. thought of that, too. I would have some sort of test track. And I know someone that's working on a project of building a shop and having their own racetrack, and oh, I'm really? excited for that guy. And I can't say anything because I don't know if it's in stone yet. I think I know who it is. Yeah. So like, that. so, like, having, like, being able to build cars yeah. and then roll them right out of the shop and being able to just be like, well, this is my personal track, rather than going out on, you know, public roads and stuff like that would be right. amazing. That is a cool So idea. I would think I would have something like that. And, okay. And the thing is, is I would have, it would be close to my house. Because I want, right. I still want to be able to share that stuff with my family and friends. I don't need some other place where like I have a to get away. How hard? I mean, 
how much do you not drive your cars that they're stored somewhere far away from your house? Oh, I know. I thought of that, too. Like, oh, oh I want to drive my whatever. These guys probably have Shelby GT 250s. Uh, like, that's probably what they have. And they're 350. 250 isn't a thing. But it's yeah. not. A, oh, 350 and 500. My right. bad. Well, this guy probably drives a Shelby GT 350 three times a year. He has to get into his Land Cruiser. And no, it's a Lexus. So it's a mm-hmm. whatever. So he it gets is. into his Lexus, drives over to the motorplex. Shelby hat, though. You can't leave the Shelby hat. Shelby, at home. Well, not, now we're talking about Corvettes. It's a Corvette guy with a Corvette hat, Shelby? Corvette jacket, no. Corvette glasses, Corvette shoes, <laughs> pants, <laughs> driving to his motorplex with his Corvette couch and his Corvette neon sign. I didn't realize sign. this episode was just going to alienate everyone. Alienate the thirty people that have a motorbike <laughs> that aren't listening to the podcast anyway. True. Okay. So it's just these guys probably don't know how to do podcast on their phone, anyways. You okay. know, they're just Corvette dudes. So it's just like, when do you actually drive the car? Yeah. Why this is the this is the motorplex episode apparently. Not what you, I was. You intending. found something to piss me off. Jake. I know. I did not mean that. Um, steering it back to where I was going. What are your essential tools? <laughs> this is totally going back to where I was going. What so like let's say you have nothing in your garage and you have to buy like five like what are your Here's essential thing. things? What? Here's what I tell people and this is something I I yell at you for. Buy the nicest tools that yes. you can afford. You know, you cuz I've used some of your tools and you drive me insane. You've got like made in it's not even a China voltmeter. It's like <laughs> it's like made in China for China. Which 40 probably, years ago. 40, well, no, it's just made in China for the for China rather than made in China for the United States. So you're buying like the worst thing China's ever made. <laughs> but but by the So n- I will say I, I wrote that on the list here because I've used some of your ratchets and it's the ones where like they click the on every teeth. degree. Yeah, it's really so easy it's like, to work. Yeah, tight spaces like fine tooth ratchets are really nice. But you know, some of that stuff is expensive. So what I would do is like um what so when I was uh when I was young, I remember I had a bunch of shitty tools, and I ended up leaving them on the side of the freeway. Okay. And then I drove like five minutes away, came back and to get them, and they were gone immediately. Like someone oh, wow. picked them up. But my grandpa bought me a new set of tools, and he's like, he's like, always get the nicest tools you can afford. You'll care about them more. You'll take care of them. And he bought True. me like a little craftsman set of tools, which was, you know, it was fine. It was really nice for him to you right. know, bail me out because I worked on all my, all my stuff back then. Right. And not having any tools was devastating. Right. So he fixed me up with some tools. But buy, like, a good set of a ratchet, sockets, wrenches, screwdrivers, pliers, yeah. and a hammer. That's like really, it. that's all you really, really need. And you should you know, look at the cars that you own. Do you what do you what do you actually need to work on the car that you own? So kind of look and and see what are you going to be doing? What are you do you have a new car? Do you just need to do oil changes and tune-ups? Do you drive an old car? Maybe you need a little bit more. But get the nicest tools that you can afford. Don't right. go don't go get the Stanley shit from Target. Or not yeah, Target has Stanley or whatever. Target has Stanley? I think it's Stanley. You might be right. Um go, you know, craftsman stuff is a great place to start. Yeah. You know, it's a great place to make decent tools. Get some gear wrench ratchets. They'll save your life. They're really nice having a ratcheting box end wrench. Oh, yeah. I love those. Those are great. Yep. They get into tight spaces. You know, all the entire point of tools is to be able to do work, right? Now, right. I'm not talking about working. I'm talking about physical, yeah. like physics. Do physics type of work. Like work is described as, you know, like moving something physically, right? Right. I so, know what you're getting at. Yeah. So basically... Just you, watching you squirm and circle there. That, thanks a lot. So you want to try and find the tools that are going to be the best for what you're doing. And 
getting away from what you're working on is one of the things that I learned from Chad over at SCI. I like that. It, you told me that last time we were working on something. And like, I remember that. Get away from your work. Like use an extension. Don't be trying to cram yourself in there and like work in tight spaces. There's so many tools out there that will help you get away from your work where you can work comfortably and 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 not be forcing things and and basically breaking things and stripping things out. You can get away from stuff. So that's right. my other advice too. So uh, as far as essential tools, I had two other items here on the list that you didn't cover. Uh, Jack and Jack stands, I think, are going to help you work on whatever you're doing. Big get, ones. Get big good, ones. Not good... the ones I had <laughs> that Chris did not approve of. We were over at your house and you're like, yeah, we're going to change the transmission fluid and you jacked it up and put on these little spindly jack stands. I'm like, nope. I'm well, like, it's funny because so we put them in the proper place and everything's good and I go to like rock the car. No, no, no. I'd already, before you even did that, I was like, no, oh. not this. And you're like, it's fine. And then you like pushed on the fender and things like, like <laughs> I was like, no way. And, and I, I kind of looked at you like, all right. I was like, no way. So we went and bought new uh, jack stands. So get good jack stands. Yep. The thing is, a jack, a good jack. Don't get, yeah. don't go to the Northern Tool and buy the aluminum race jack. That's they're, what I have. They're junk. They're really hard to use. You want to get a nice jack with a long arm and a long throw out front that's lower profile. Mm-hmm. And mine's got a mine's got a foot pedal on it. The yours is nice. And you, I like that. Even though I have a broken wheel on it, it's still pretty nice. <laughs> you can jack it up with your foot, and you want to be and you want to do better work, right? You want you. You want You're to talking to, about mechanical advantage. Mechanical leverage. advantage, yes. You want to do work as easily as possible. <laughs> that is the entire point of tools in the first place. Work smarter, not harder. So get a good jack. It's probably going to cost you over $200 yeah. to get a good jack. But I've had my jack for 15 That's years. That's just a thing. And it is awesome, and it always works. That's the one thing I don't... If You will go, you can go and you can buy probably five shitty jacks that the u-joints are going to break mm-hmm. the hydraulics are going to leak you're going to replace it over and over again or you can just go buy the 250 dollars jack once like get like a torn big red or something like that northern tool carries like decent stuff too that's what mine is but it's the aluminum lightweight D- those are Doran. awful They're, they don't work they i i hate those things i've broken I so many tell. of those things <laughs> so just get the best tools you can afford and that goes for every everything yeah, the other item I, I said and is questionable, but I said you should have an air compressor. Don't be the dude standing in the rain waiting for the air at the gas station. Yeah, right. Well, you don't even need it. Yes, I would agree with that. However, I think more important than an air compressor would be to have like little 3-8 impact ratchets. You don't you do not do that, I don't think. But I've oh, got like a little 18-volt. No, little like 18-volt, 20-volt like DeWalt or Milwaukee or Bosch. Cordless impact. Cord, little, little, the little cordless impact with a drill. They come with a set. Okay. It's usually a drill, and I have those. I use those constantly. Oh. Constantly, like getting lug nuts on and off. Like you break yeah. them loose, and then you go, boom, and you get them off. It's all about getting things done. Well, right? after I worked over at your place, you saw the beast that I bought. Yes, the Milwaukee one. I yeah, bought yeah. the biggest Milwaukee you used my Dewalt impact. one, and you were like, wow, this is pretty nice. I was nice. like, this, this does make work really easy. Because you're like, yeah, I'm going to use this thing. And you're just like taking lug knots off with your fingers. I'm like, what are you doing? Yep. Have you? And this all this knowledge that I've gotten, I 100% thank Chad over at SCI. Because I've worked on cars over there, and he's always watching me work. And he's like, what yep. are you doing, you dumbass? Don't do it like that. You, I have the proper tool for this right here, yeah. and it's like, and it's 
done. It's so good. It's so good. So uh, another one of uh, last episode, I talked about how I feel like um, back when I was a teenager and not telling you about things I bought with my car. I also feel some shame about things that I've done with the car <laughs> that I've been talking about. So I have these oh really lame wheels. Although, did you see what I sent you? The no. original Porsche 1967 race car had these wheels that I have on it. Really? Yes. So, so part of me thinks, like, maybe they are actually really cool wheels, and I just don't like how they look. Maybe. I mean, post them on the early registry, the 911S registry. I've Someone seen them before to... on other cars, too. Send me some pictures. I'll send it over to Bob Fleming, okay. who's, like, But what they have nerd. are, and Chris didn't know about these, they're called mag shank lugs, where the lugs are actually used. What do you? I don't like them. No, I don't either. But I'm going to tell you a story. So what's interesting is they don't have a little, whole lot of thread engaging. So all you have, so you have the shank that goes in to center the wheel, and then you have... Because it's not hub-centric. Right, because it's not hub-centric, and that's how a lot of the mags were at the time. And then you have the lug on top. So I'm using my brand-new Milwaukee. It stripped the head right off the lug. Oh, no. So one of my front wheels has four lug nuts. So I don't use that really for putting things on. I didn't know how much power that thing had. It's probably 250 foot pounds. It's a lot more, more than it needs. So I only use that thing for getting them off. For putting them on, I use the little 20 volt one that okay. probably does like, I don't know, 15, 20 foot Yo, pounds. And most. then you torque it. And then you just put mm -hmm. them on like that. Because that Milwaukee one probably does some damage. The it did. The it did. I've taken a crank bolt off with my cordless yeah. at the junkyard yeah. just to see if I could. It was like, get, 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 get for like 30 seconds. <laughs> and then it finally got off. it off. So I have another interesting question along these same lines. What are some things, not just tools, but things in the garage you didn't realize you needed until you had them? That so, would probably be the, like the little 20 volt, 18 volt impacts. Those little impacts. Those have, are so handy. I have one that you're going to agree with as soon as I say it, a welder. Yes. So I, just creating your own tools. Is, so is yes, nice. here there's a quote I read that I love and I remember it from memory. When you have a hammer, everything is a nail. When you have a welder, everything is whatever the fuck you want it to be. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's <laughs> awesome. Oh, I love that. I mean, I I have tools that I've made that I still have. Yes. Like I have like a 22 millimeter wrench welded to like a like a massive three, breaker just a, bar. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've, that's. Yes, that's a crescent wrench well to do a breaker bar because I couldn't get something <laughs> off. Like a huge like angle iron that's like four feet long. Yep. So that's my big persuader. But I also have like a little 22 millimeter wrench that I welded to something else. And I've got even a grinder helps make tools. Yeah. I've got a socket. Like if you on like a Volkswagen, when you want to take the, the strut off, okay. this is before I had any kind of air tools impact anything. Yeah. There's usually an Allen. Oh, yeah. You There's need to hold Allen. the Allen and then crank the nut around right. so it. So they put an Allen on the strut and then the nut goes over the strut. Right. So if you just turn the nut, it turns the whole strut. So you have to hold yep. the Allen. So I was like, well, I don't, what am, what am I going to do? I don't have... I don't have any way to do any of this, and I don't. So I actually well, I ground down the because I because here's what I had to do. You were getting excited. Let me explain. So you, I I needed you couldn't use a wrench because it was you couldn't get a it's wrench a in there. Angle. It's a weird angle, yeah. and you couldn't use a socket because then you couldn't get the Allen in. Right. Yeah. I so gotcha. I ground the socket flat on both sides so I could put a crescent wrench on it and then still fit the Allen in. Oh, sure. Rather than using the the. Was, the I, ratchet itself, yeah. Yeah, well, you couldn't. Right. No, I got you. you could, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> I had no choice. That was all I could do at the time. Yeah. And I, so welding and grinding is does make things nice. Love it. Um, a welder does take a little bit of practice, though. Yeah. So, I, like, have just, after you use it, 
after you're using it, that's really the trick. It's practice with anything else. Yep. I was going to say I recently got decently good at it. Uh, another item you didn't realize you needed until you had it, apparently a big effing hydraulic press. Yes, that thing comes in handy. <laughs> I first I had it for a really long time and yeah. then first used it on doing the bushings on my 911, the control arm bushings, and then we mm. used it again on your torsion bars. Anything rusty old German. Yeah, so that, that <laughs> thing came in really handy. A press was nice. Um, Not... We're into the full range of not necessary anymore. No, you're right. That yeah. isn't. I, I would say like having a stereo you know, out there makes work just go by so much quicker, you know more enjoyable. Before that, what? Oh, we'll talk about stereos. But the thing you do with when you don't have a press is you take the part off, uh-huh. you take it down to your local shop, and you say, yeah. hey, you know, how much to press this in for me? And then they go, well, I, they're like, can I give you some money? They're like, okay. And you bring them beer when you pay them. Right. And then they will always press things in for you. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So I, that's what I used to do. Because it takes them I, like two minutes. It's to do. no time. If you give them the, the bearing and you've got the thing, they're done. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'll, I'll come back in a few hours or I'll come back tomorrow. Give yeah. them no pressure. They'll usually press it in for you. I mean, it's CarX, Meineke, anything. They all have sure. presses and they'll do it for you. It's not a big deal. So you don't really need to own a press, but it sure is handy. I'll just bring all my shit up to you now. That's fine. I have one. <laughs> bring the beer. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, things you don't need in that vein. A massive old industrial drill press that I just got rid of. Yes, drill press. I, I have weird tools that I have picked up. I had a big metal lathe for a while, too, that took up an entire stall in my garage and I never used. Yeah, that sounds a lot like my friend Chad. <laughs> I know, it does. Of, I was thinking geez. of that. <laughs> so you wanted to talk about having a stereo? Yeah, I, have, I mean, now I just have like a little... I used to have like a nice, um, God, what was the brand of the thing? It's important. What was the brand? A nice Sansui, which is like vintage. Okay. Like vintage hardware for stereo, and it died. And then I had, uh, I think, Marantz. I think I have Marantz speakers out in the garage. And it was always nice to have tunes going on. And I always remember, but here's the thing. When Mm. I grew up in the garage, it was always talk radio. Oh, your grandpa? My grandpa was always talk radio. And I was like, why are we listening to this crap? This sucks. I hate it. And ah. this is where you get all your opinions from now? <laughs> yeah, basically. Basically. But it was always like this this radio that wouldn't come in. It was like... Okay. Yeah. Like this AM radio that just sure. was awful. Uh, so, yeah, that's... So I do listen to a lot. That's kind of where I think being, wanting to listen to podcasts came from. Because I like listening to people talk. I like hearing other people's experiences and stories and news. And I like just having information just deluged into my brain. So right. I do listen to a lot of music when I'm working on cars. But usually that's when I have friends over. When it's just me, I'm usually listening to some sort of podcast or informational thing. Interesting. Okay. My stereo in my garage right now is actually a 12-volt DC unit from a car. It's a car stereo because I had some really nice car speakers and an amp from a friend that I got. So then I had the power inverter to switch AC to DC, and now I have to fire like three different switches up to get my stereo That sounds going. like a lot of extra work. It is. I'm, that's you know, going to be part of the renovation. That the, that goes. the garage is a really cool place to have a vintage stereo, and I, you can get some old, cool-looking stereo. It doesn't need to be much. You know, and then you look sweet in the garage. And I was thinking either that or I go 180 degrees the other way with it because we have this. We have the. I was gonna say stupid. It's less stupid now. The Apple AirPod, which is basically the like Amazon Echo thing. You're okay. He just pushed his mic away because he doesn't want to talk to me anymore. I have thought I don't use <laughs> it in the house much, but it would be nice in the garage to be like, "Hey Siri, play something or other while I'm under the car," or like, "Hey Siri." how many liters is in this ounce because I don't know how much of this oil to put in. Right. That would be handy. I guess. I I, I have a TV out there now that I put yeah. out there. I have a TV. And out I don't know. I don't. The only thing I ever use it for is playing Spotify. 
oh, or whatever. Remember when I said, "Hey Siri"? Yeah, it's 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 creeping on you right now. It's pretty bad, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Um, along the lines of things you didn't realize until you had them, I'm worried that's going to be a lift. I I, I want to get a little two post lift in my garage. So funny story. I remember I was sitting at home and I got a text message from Chad and. Uh, as you'll listen to this podcast, Chad's one of my best friends, so we, mm-hmm. we text and call a lot. So a lot of stories are always going to come from that. But um, it was a picture of him laying underneath his van at home. Okay. And he goes, is this what this is like? <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> he's laying on the floor. He's, right, because he, he, he always works under the lift in the shop. Here's the deal, though. He's, he had never, ever had to not – he never not used a hoist. Really? Because his dad worked at Burnsville Volkswagen and then worked for, I think, uh, I think he did bus stuff as well. Like, so there was always a hoist available. And then he bought the shop, SCI over there, like right. 20, however many, 30 years ago or whatever it was. That was equipped. And that had a hoist. So he's always yep. had a hoist. So he sent me a picture in his van. I'm like, yeah, man, welcome to my world. I'm working on the floor. Yeah, no kidding. So I'm also glad you said hoist because I use the term lift, a car lift, and I keep saying lift. But here's the thing. I have a funny story. A friend in the UK who listened, he goes, why the hell were you guys talking about elevators all episode? Ele- they call them elevators? An elevator is a lift. Well, I suppose. No, like when it's we a car take- elevator. Oh, lift. Yeah, no, the lift. other way around. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We call it an elevator in a building. They call it a lift. So when I say lift, he thought, of a building elevator. Oh, yeah. I suppose that's the opposite of what that's, right. it's right. Tra- transversed or whatever it would be. Sure. Transposed. Yes, exactly. Um, I have a couple other stories. So, one, you can never have enough light in a garage. Never. You know, I thought about what would be cool is to, if I ever did a garage, what I would do is I would have those... Um, Glass blocks. The glass blocks in the floor and have yes. light underneath there. So you can literally have light coming up from the floor. Right. Would be uh, would be incredible. And one way to do this is to paint the floor white. That does help. It reflects. Yeah. But you're, I would never keep a garage floor white. No? We can hardly do it in our studio and we painted the floor white. That's true. That's true. Neither of us take our shoes off when we're supposed to. The other thing is you can never have enough outlets in a garage. And my dad eh, taught me this one. You can have enough. How many times was I tripping over extension cords at your stupid garage? There was like 57 extension cords twisted around because they had three tools going and a light. And well, we where would, you have, unplugging where would you have had an outlet? Let me tell you. Every tool... It's corded, has a four-foot cord. That's industry standard. Okay, so, so you have them come from the when ceiling. When my dad yeah. built his garage, he out he put an outlet every cubic eight feet. So Just literally for, up in the ceiling, on the wall, yeah, every eight awesome. feet is, a, is an outlet. I'd like to do Never some stuff from the ceiling. Never have to use an ceiling. extension cord. Yeah. I, and I, he has multiple trouble lights that have outlets on them, too, you know? Yeah. Um, so that I'll I'd just, like to do that with the airlines and power at all yes, the same. He, like he is that too. Yeah, that would be great. So that brings us kind of to wrap this up. What is your ideal scenario, your dream garage? How would you set it up? What does it look like? Well, I want to start with the, the before I say that, I want to just talk about some of the crappy, like the crappiest garage okay. I had. Yeah, let's do that. So I rented a house in Minneapolis and it had a one car garage. Was this the spiral staircase place? No, that was a great garage. That's actually my like my dream garage. Was, oh, really? That. Yeah. Okay. So I had a one car garage that was just big enough to fit a Volkswagen Rabbit, and you could not open the doors all the way. Oh wow! So very, very, small. very small. And attached to the outside of that yeah. was like a little, like almost like another four foot shed. Okay. And I actually built a lot of Jesse's Green Rabbit in that garage. Oh really? And I've got some pictures of. Uh, I actually to make it bigger, I put an Easy Up 
outside, outside sure. attached to the door so I could have a little bit more space. And I did that ABA supercharge swap I was talking about. I did some <laughs> easy of up outside the garage. <laughs> yeah, like attached to the door. So I had just had longer. Wow. You know, so there's it was like super humble beginnings. And like I would set up like a, a folding table to put tools on and yeah. stuff. It was it's probably the one I have in my shed now that we use for the podcast. No, it's not. That okay. one that one met its demise for sure. Oh, probably. Um, one thing I you don't want to do that I just thought about because it's something I did do is use cinder blocks for jack stands. Tell me about that because I've thought about that in the you past. You cannot do it because they, if they break, they crumble and they just disappear. They're not a stable form for jack stands. <laughs> okay. So what about like I've six them, by six? I had them just basically. I had them crack. Yeah. Well, wood is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or like stumps or whatever is fine, but you cannot use cinder blocks. Good do not. So if anybody's here is listening, do they probably blocks. when they absorb moisture probably aren't as strong either. I would imagine. I I have no idea why, but they just in in their form of not being attached to other cinder blocks, being filled with concrete or you know right. everything else, they're just not they're not strong. That's not a good idea. Not a good jack stand. No, substitute. absolutely not. Okay. So do not use cinder blocks. That makes sense. Dude, is that is that your bad garage? What would so I my best garage was probably the the oversized three car with finished loft and spiral staircase I had when I lived in Murderapolis, and I wish I still had that place. I the house was like four thousand square feet. Mm-hmm. It was oh man, that place was cool. But people were shot on a regular basis not about a, a block away from there. Not ideal location. And with kids, I was like, nope, I'm out of here. So now I have a three-car garage, one stall of which is a T-shirt thing for my wife. The other <laughs> stall is whatever doesn't want to be in the house, and the other one is my car. Right. So that's sadly... I will say I'm jealous. You have an air conditioner, and did you put that in, or was I that did. in the garage? I put that air conditioner in. Was that a window, or did you cut it's a It's a window unit. It's a window. Okay. So there's a window there. Okay, so it doesn't that. work. Like you have to kind of plan ahead a little bit because <laughs> if you bring a steaming hot, like Alex, even worse than your car, yeah. Alex, uh, one of my buddies has a 740i Yo. L. Right. And it's black. Oh. And he brought it. He was like 90 degrees. Like, yeah, we're going to polish my car. I'm like, he brought it in there and it heated my entire house up, this car radiating <laughs> heat. So it's nice having the air conditioning, but. It's it's it seems wasteful to keep it running all the time. Yeah, no so idea. I I don't use it unless I know I'm going to be out there, and then I run out there two hours at a time and turn it on. I can usually get the, the temperature to come down from like ninety to seventy, which is okay. great. Yeah. So, do you have a heater out there? Yes, I do. Gas. Yes, I have a gas heater out there. Yeah. So I also have a gas heater that I bought off Craigslist for a hundred dollars, and then mm-hmm. I plumbed it myself. I'm fine with the plumbing. But it was great for about a season until I walked out and just smelled like natural gas in my garage. Not good. No. That's so I'm bad. not using that anymore. Just buy a new one. They're I'm cheap. I'm going to. Um, speaking of heat. Did um, you ever do a lot of work with no heat? Yes. It is terrible. It is terrible. I've Some of the worst. The worst thing I probably ever had to do on a car was changing an axle on a rabbit in like 15 degrees your hands are just numb just fingers are numb and falling apart or going to the junkyard when it's that cold uh, is, is really brutal no thanks yeah i've done a lot of that from back in the day do they still make the old kerosene torpedo heaters do you know what i'm referring to yes but you can't use those in enclosed spaces you're not supposed to you're use not those. supposed to you know the other trouble with that i remember my dad told me this story they like 
brought an old truck into the pole barn or something. They fired up one of the torpedo heaters and they're working. And like two hours later, after they do the, the axle or whatever they're doing, they pull the car out and the entire front of the truck, the, f- the plastic grill just melted. Oh, God. Because they had the torpedo heater pointed at it. <laughs> <laughs> so those like are okay. Um, if I was going to use any kind of heater like in that style, I would just get like the little sunflower ones that sit on top of the propane tank. Yeah. Yep. You know, those are, I used to have a garage um, where I built uh, another, uh, th- I actually built finished building Jersey, Jess's rabbit in that car. And another rabbit was just a two car garage, wooden frame. That's it. No insulation, yeah. nothing. So you could have the heater blasting and it would never get warm. Yeah, in there. Just loose heat. It just, you would, it would never get warm, but you could like at least take your gloves off, you know, and right. work. So it's just, yeah. yeah. So my ideal garage, you can never enough space. So it would probably be way bigger than you need it. It have a, your a, garage would look m- so different than mine. Really? I think so. Why? I think that. What's your ideal garage? I would have. It would be underground. Mm-hmm. It would be under my house. I and like it would that probably idea. be. My guess is probably like a. In terms of like thinking of size, probably like a maybe a ten to twelve car underground garage, right? With maybe a ceiling and a half, like just enough for a hoist, right? You know, or a half hoist even. Yep. You know, I agree. That would be, I not far I would, off. I wouldn't want anybody to see it. You know, I just feel like our the look of our garage would be different. True, because I want something finished. I still want to work in it, and I'm really dirty, but I still want it to look nice. I wouldn't care so much about it looking nice. I also would want like one area to be storage specifically, like just where you pull your cars in. That's it. You don't work on them, and then your shop space is over here, right? Where you can really focus. I would like to get a. I would like to get a shipping container for storing stuff. Just for the problem, I've looked into this. The problem is they hold moisture Mm -hmm. and heat, so they're either like super, super. You can like bake things inside them. They're so hot. hot, and there's no airflow at all. So you could just hook up an electric fan. I thought about an that. exhaust on, fan on it. On um, uh, solar panels, too, I've looked at. There you go. You can do that. Just do solar panels on it and to power the fan, and there you go. You're where, done. You, where are you going to put it? I would just throw it in my backyard. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. This I, is... have a, I have a city-owned marsh behind me, which, I mean, maybe we could put them on stilts and just have... <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the city of Woodbury. <laughs> they would love that. Yeah. How about your container there, sir? Yeah. Yeah, no good. Also, uh, air compressor. I want like either a silent air compressor or I want to put it out in my shed and plumb it in. No, you just need to put it in like a in like a room by itself. We'll be fine. Just like put it in a room and get some sound deadening like uh, yeah. drywall. And you can hear it a little bit, but you won't hear it very much. Oh, the other thing I wanted to mention that would be like part of my dream garage. We have a, a buddy in the car club that used to have a glass service store garage yeah. door. Yeah, and I, I love that. I love the idea. I know because you don't <laughs> want people looking in. I love the idea of being in the dead of winter. You can heat your garage and you can have just you can be outside and have the natural light come in and see that. I maybe and I would have curtains then that you can pull. Here's what you do is you put that on the backside of your garage. Right. You wouldn't want it facing the street. Yeah, ever. just put it on the backside of the garage. But I love that Here, idea. Here's the key to a garage. The number one key is to get all of the stuff for doing your lawn, yes. taking care of your house, and all the storage for your house, getting that all out of your garage into a shed or a storage place of some sort. I'm struggling with that right now. I've got all kinds of house shit in my garage. You have a decent-sized shed. No? It's full of stuff already. Oh. Yeah, so that that's a key too is like parking lawnmowers in there. If you're parking your lawnmower in your garage, you need to buy a shed. There's no reason a lawnmower should be in next to your car. 
just for anybody out there that's doing that. I like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of our short uh, garage episode, as I thought of it. The garage episode. I like that. Yeah. So, uh, on that note, I don't know when this is going to be released. I don't know where I'm going to be, but uh, I'm sure Jake will take care of it. And uh, we really hope that you guys enjoyed this one. I enjoyed doing it. Good. And uh, the next episode that we do, I'll be back in Minnesota again. Back home. Or dead from dehydration in Death Valley. Well... If you're not dead, I'm sure you'll have stories regardless. Yes. So we're looking forward to that. All right. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I forgot to say, be sure to check us out. Follow us on Instagram so you can get updates on what's going on with us. Also, check out patreon.com slash overcrest to get these episodes right away and some additional swag from us. Take care. Take care, guys. Oh, 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 oh,